In September, the annual G20 Summit, the gathering of leaders from 20 major global economies, was held in China. It's an exclusive group, and NS Focus was selected to provide security protection. Hi, I'm Tom Field, Vice President of Editorial with Information Security Media Group. It's my privilege today to be speaking with Guy Rosefeld. He's the Director of Threat Intelligence with NS Focus. Guy, thanks so much for joining me today. Hi, Tom. Thank you for having me. Guy, let's start here. Why specifically was NS Focus selected to protect the G20 Summit? Well, Tom, NS Focus has been around for a while. We're one of the largest security companies in China, and we have a proven track record in terms of how our products work and things that we've done. We've been around for 16 years. In my threat intelligence organization, we have 90 researchers to be able to identify threats and be able to publish around the world. Uh, we won the Microsoft Bug Bounty Award four years in a row. I think we're the only company in the world that's actually won four years, period, let alone you know in a row. But NS Focus has protected other events besides the G20 Summit, including the 2008 Olympics in Beijing and the World Internet Conferences that were held in 2014 and 2015 in China. So we have a, a lot of experience in protecting very large events. Guy, given that background, I mean, certainly your experience is impeccable. What was NS Focus's specific involvement in the summit? So there were 12 different security vendors that were deploying different types of technologies to protect the G20 Summit. Because the G20 Summit in China, unlike other previous summits, was considered a national activity, which means there were organizations, there were companies, there were government agencies from all across China that were involved in this process. And just to give you an idea what the scope of this, NS Focus's portion of protecting the U20 Summit, if you looked at the core assets that were identified that were under our purview, we had almost 360,000 assets that we were responsible for for the summit. That included the web servers, web applications, uh, email servers, databases. It included communication links between the G20 core and financial institutions, telcos, infrastructure providers. There were a whole bunch of things that are around there. And you know, if you think about it, how many organizations in the world have 360,000 assets they protecting by themselves? That's a pretty daunting task right there. Guy, if I can ask a quick follow-up question, please. What kind of manpower was involved in this protection? So what we did was we deployed about 120 people in 10 incident response teams throughout China. We started this process about six months before the summit happened. We built a command and operations center where we deployed our products. We designed incident response capabilities. We did penetration testing on the G20 assets as they were identified. We identified vulnerabilities and patched these things. All the stuff in the six months leading up to the summit itself. And the second part of my follow-up is talk to me about the NS Focus products that were used. What did you use to protect the G20 Summit? We used several different products to protect the G20 Summit, all fitting into our intelligent hybrid security model. So what we did, we deployed our ADS anti-DDoS solution for mitigating large-scale DDoS attacks that would be directed at the summit. We deployed a web application firewall technology to be able to protect the web applications for the G20 Summit. We use what's called WebSafe, which is our cloud-based web monitoring service. It does vulnerability scanning. It does content monitoring, defacement monitoring, development monitoring. And using our cloud-based scanning service, 
any vulnerabilities that were discovered, and in the six months beforehand, we discovered 600,000 vulnerabilities in the assets we protected. Those were either patched directly by our teams, or if they couldn't be directly patched, the vulnerability scanning system automatically sent vulnerabilities directly to the WAFs on-premise. They could create virtual patches policies within the WAFs themselves to protect against these vulnerabilities. We then tied all this stuff together with a threat intelligence system so that our devices communicate with each other so that as we saw different attacks coming through, as we identified threat actors going through, we could then pass information across our devices to be able to help mitigate some of these blended attacks more quickly. We also deployed our next generation intrusion prevention system with our sandbox capability to help identify malware that was being sent into the G20 summit. For example, we found several rather nasty credential stealing apps that had been sent around G20, but we're able to identify them quickly and eradicate them quickly. Guy, you referenced the intelligent hybrid security architecture. For those who aren't familiar with it, can you give us just a little bit of background, please? Intelligent hybrid security is a model that NS Focus developed where we think that the existing defense in-depth layered security model is obsolete. One of the big problems that you have is we've been told for many years you should buy the best of breed security products because they're the best at blocking whatever attacks that, that product is well known for. And that was true up until a couple of years ago. With that type of model with defense in depth and, and layered security buying best of breed, they understand the attacks that were directed at those particular devices, but attacks in those days were simpler. Today we have attacks that are hybrid based. They have different types of attacks that are combined together to try to circumvent some of those technologies. And if the devices can't talk to each other, so if my next generation firewall says, hmm, I saw this attacker coming through doing this kind of stuff, I should send an information to ITS so they can track it for other kinds of things. I should send it for my WAF to make sure that it's going to track it for other kinds of things. We don't have that kind of communication in today's best of breed products, which makes the type of protection we have very static, very, very reactive. Intelligent hybrid security says, I want my devices to speak to each other, either directly by commuting information across the devices or by passing them up to our threat intelligence cloud, being able to triage, understand that data, and then send that information back to other devices, either at the same location or other locations for a customer to be able to help mitigate new attacks as they're seen in real time. So as an example, think about this. We have the only DDoS hybrid solution in the world where our anti-DDoS solution on-premise can automatically shift DDoS traffic from the premise up into the cloud for, for search protection. Okay? That doesn't sound very exciting, but it's a really cool feature. But something that extends past that now is my web application firewall, for example, under large-scale DDoS attack, can any shift any DDoS attacks directed at the WAF over to the on-premise or in the cloud to handle the DDoS medication, allow the web traffic to go through so the web application firewall can now process the web traffic and block all the events that are being hidden underneath the obfuscation or the diversion of a large-scale DDoS attack. So, Guy, coming back to the G20 summit, we didn't see any major stories about security incidents at the event. That's one measure of success. How do you measure how effective NS Focus was in protecting the summit? The way you look at success is if the people that you're protecting think nothing happened that day, then it was a good day. Well, when you look at nothing happened that day, how do you actually relate that to what we actually did? In the six months leading up to the summit, we actually blocked 
several thousand attacks in the six months as we were preparing for everything. We thought that would be a big precursor to stuff that was going on. We weren't really prepared for the kind of traffic we actually saw. So during the day before and the two days of the summit, directed at the G20 website directly, there were over two million web attacks directed at the web at the web summit itself. Um, many of those were web defacement type pages, and those were all mitigated without any loss of service to the web application. There was another 1.9 million web attacks directed at secondary systems, such as the website for related financial institutions, banks, insurance companies, the Ministry of Defense, the Ministry of Finance for China, uh, telcos, they were providing communications and infrastructure type stuff, GAD devices, again, all those saw no loss of functionality. More importantly, we responded to and blocked almost 2,000 denial of service attacks in two and a half days, mitigating a total of 41 terabytes of DDoS traffic. And that's pretty impressive when you think about these numbers because, again, large organizations, even some countries, don't see 2 million web attacks in a year, let alone in two and a half days. And you did this while protecting your existing customer base as well, which I think is what is really impressive. Correct. In China alone, we have about 40,000 boxes deployed. We have 8,000 customers. We have 700 managed service customers and 1,200 networks. And all of those saw no loss of service. They saw no impact to their operations all the time while we're protecting everything that was happening in the G20 summit. So, Guy, the results certainly speak for themselves. They're impressive. But if you were to take sort of some lessons away from the experience what can you tell us? What recommendations can you share to help security leaders protect their own organizations in just the same way you protected the G20 summit? Well, one of the things that we learned from the summit was intelligent hybrid security made a really big difference. If our devices couldn't communicate with each other and they couldn't pass some of the security information across the devices or through our threat intelligence service, we would not have been able to react as quickly as we did and be able to respond to a lot of these threats. So having a more heterogeneous system where you have better information going across your security devices, I think is key going forward in the new age of cyber warfare and cyber attack. Very good, Guy. Thanks so much for your time and your insight today. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me. We've been talking about how NS Focus protected the G20 Summit. I've been speaking with Guy Roosevelt, Director of Threat Intelligence with NS Focus. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Tom Field. Thank you very much.